As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene, was good? But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. Ooh, I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. Hi, Nick. Uh, hi. What's wrong? Hi, Anna. Nothing. I'm doing good. You're doing good. You're doing yeah. that thing where you clearly want someone to ask you what's wrong. No, 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 no. I, um, what's you know, wrong? whatever. Everything's fine. Let's okay, just say everything's fine. Let's just say it. fine. Because that's all that will be saying it. Wow. Nick is doing that thing where he clearly needs my attention. No, 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 no. I don't need attention. That's why I have two podcasts. You don't need attention. You crave it. Mm, I have it. Somewhat. Mm -hmm. uh, Anna, you became famous today. Congratulations. Yeah, Your first deadline article. Congrats. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in the trades, you guys. Uh, very briefly mentioned. Uh, well, I don't know how long they can mention one person's name, but once is enough. <laughs> I've made it. I'm known as a producer on a project. Wow. Wow. Congrats. Can't believe it. Congrats. I should have just been in management. Then I'd be named left and right. Yeah. I don't think people understand uh, how easy uh, it is to be named in stuff for some people oh. without doing literally any work. Oh, well, I've been doing a lot of work on this project and I'm pissed. <laughs> just joking. Yeah, no, you should. Your name should at least be in a bigger font. It's okay. I don't believe in font, so. Wow. Tell that to Noah Fant, Denver Broncos tight end. <laughs> he called, he's called Fart Block. Oh, man. Fart I love I love humor that's universal. Yeah, no. Lovely. Get it at Target. Uh, okay, guys, we are talking Below About Deck Sailing. Below Deck Sailing. Season one. Season one. Episode, episode 14. Six, four, fifth, what? 14. 14? Yeah. Wait. Oh, here we go. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I watched a lot. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so back 14. Okay, cool. Gotcha. You finished the season? No. Well, there's only 17 episodes this season. I know. And if we're on 14, 
then I watched an extra one, is all I'm saying. So you watched up to 16? I did. Wow. It's devastating to hear. And then I watched a little of 17. Okay. It was so good. I couldn't stop. I wanted to, but I couldn't. So you're telling me this show gets better at the way end? Buddy, I don't know what to tell you. I'm fucking hooked on Below Deck Sailing. I don't know what to tell you. I'm as surprised as you. Yeah, I personally have not been loving this season. Um, Well, something happens at the end that is one of our favorite topics. Murder? I don't want to say anymore. Okay, so someone gets murdered. So, yes, season one, sailing episode 14 of Below Deck. So we continue with Adam and Jenna uh, fighting in a guest cabin in the middle of the night. And Adam is being a dick to Jenna. Jenna starts to call out Adam for being too scared to have emotions for anyone. And they basically argue for hours about nothing. And then they finally fall asleep at 5 a.m. Uh, did I need She's like, to- I don't know if I can stay married to you. <laughs> yeah, except for they're not married at all. Yeah, except for they just met. Yeah, and she's like, you need to open up to me. Look, she you has- need to see our family therapist. She has like a vocal fry that's like her mouth is too oval. <laughs> but it's also very deep. Yeah. So she's got like a yeah. Oh, just an elongated alto. Yeah. <laughs> An elongated alto. That's a perfect way to describe how she talks. Like vocal fry elongated alto. <laughs> <laughs> Clinical. Look yeah. it up. So, yeah, I don't know. And then like Adam is just an asshole and being like, you're, he literally every time she's like, why are you acting like this? He calls her a psycho. How is. Yeah. That I'll tell you what. any sense. What he means is a uh, giant idiot. But he says psycho. Yeah, which is unnecessary. He doesn't need to use that yeah, kind of also language. Also, giant idiot is, is bad. Well, he doesn't need to insult her on any reason. He does not need to use any sort of fighting language. No, what he needs to do is take two steps to the left. And jump off the bow. Yeah, I was going to say that too. Throw himself off the bow. Well, whatever. Their fight honestly didn't matter to me, so I didn't take any notes on it. So it's the next day. I just couldn't care less about their dumb fight. I truly, if I could fast forward, I would. But I don't know how to use an Apple TV remote because they're so complicated, so sensitive. So I could teach a class. mm, Doubtful. You know what? I've been watching a lot of uh, two matches at the same time on ESPN. And it's not easy. And I've gotten really good at it. And I'd love to answer anyone's questions. So please call in. You know the show number 1-800-DECADES. Deck? No, that's too many numbers. You know very well that that's what they do in advertising. They uh, sometimes add a couple on the end. No. It, yes. That's not how that works. That, that is, that does happen. You can't add numbers to a phone number. This you can't. Your- if you keep dialing, it just dials the number you already activated. Oh, so it just does like an extension. I mean, No. Okay. I'm saying well, it. they're know. just worthless numbers. So Byron feels bad for Chris because he's going Then remember out. the um, 1-800-MATCHES commercial? No. Well, they didn't uh, add the extra, but they, they, you know, the jingle was 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. So they spelled mattress course, with the one S? Yeah, and then the rest of it was, we leave off the last S for savings. Oh, that's pretty pretty cool, dude. Pretty cool. One eight hundred. People don't really call numbers anymore. How about this? One eight hundred. Deck here. We leave off the D because that's what we get as a letter grade, as a podcast. Eckhead. (laughs) We leave off the DS because we are a Nintendo. 
Um, yeah, we leave off the the, la- the DS for dick sucking. Okay, so Byron feels bad for Chris because he's going out with Georgia today, but she likes Paget clearly, and he's like, she's got eyes for another bloke. And everyone is working on cleaning the boat. Uh, and Adam and Jenna are having their awkward after-fight behavior per use, which is just like them walking around each other quietly, and Adam just sitting there like, he just she just like tries to punch in the air at his emotions. This is every um, Adam every emotion Adam ever has. This is um, this is what I would call the sound effect for it. Wrong, Adam. Wrong emotion. And this is his personality. <laughs> yeah. And this this is his future. Decent. Oh, this is his future? Uh, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Drown- He's drowning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Really put me on the and spot. And here's, here's, here's Adam on uh, the next season. He's starting yeah. some cocaine. Yeah, he's got an addiction. <laughs> All right. So Madison's in a bad mood because she's surrounded by couples. Uh, Chris and Georgia agree that their outing is, in fact, a date. And Georgia says she is excited but f- um, feels that it will only be for the season, which is ending soon. Um, and Paget says he doesn't see Georgia and Chris being the perfect match. And then a producer's like, who would be the perfect match for Georgia? And then he basically describes himself as her perfect match. He's like, uh, you know, a guy who has a good sense of humor. He plays music. He can sing. He can songwrite. He's a deckhand. He has a girlfriend. I was like, huh? Huh? Okay. Paget. What do you think that means? Nothing. I think he's an idiot, just like how he always brings up his mom when he talks about Ciara. Mm-hmm. It's just the definition of a guy who's just somewhat clueless. Yeah. So uh, Chris and Georgia go out to their fish foot spa date. Um, I would love to do that. It feels like it would be good for your and Chris says he is sexy, but he's also a niche. You know what's really looked really annoying though is that you have to keep your legs up because you can't just put your feet down because they need to get to the bottom of your feet. Right, but you're and sitting so on it's a chair. Kind of awkward. You're sitting on a chair high enough usually. Oh, it's just like dangling. Yeah. See, I don't like it when my feet dangle. Okay, well, this is all personal problems. Write a blog post about it. Here's what I need. All right. Okay, go ahead. I need to be. Uh, fully submerged. And I need those fish to go hard over my whole body. So much so that I'll have a weird new obsession and I won't be able to be intimate with my wife. That's what I want. That's what I need. Whatever. No big deal. What's up? What else? (laughs) What else? Yeah, so... What's his name? Chris says he is... Crystalia. Uh, no, please never say that name here again. Chris says he is sexy, but also a niche taste. Uh, and he likes to do interesting things when he takes girls out on dates, because normal is boring. Wow, he sounds like a, a CK1 ad. So Byron says most yachties are running away from something. And he says learning that Madison's sister was murdered explains everything about how she struggles to stay positive. And Georgia says Chris is great, but currently she has a slight infatuation with someone who is in a relationship. So whatever she's supposed to do, she has basically like anything she could do is just the wrong answer. Wrong thing to do. I don't know. It's like, uh, get over it. Um, They head back to the boat. Uh, Chris and Georgia, and they tell everyone they really enjoyed their date, and they both have beautiful feet now. Uh, Yeah, I wonder what they talked about on their date. She's like, oh, I've got this accent. And he's like, oh, I've got this accent. Yeah, and she's like, oh, oh, you originally had this accent. Yeah. And he's like, I've always had the same accent. And she's like, cheerio. 
And they're like, we both got our accents from watching, and then they both say at the same time, Faulty Towers! <laughs> Faulty Towers! Yeah, please turn that flashlight off. So Georgia pulls Madison aside to tell her that she was thrown off by how upset she was the night before at dinner. And then Georgia's like, I told everyone that your sister was murdered, and I feel bad that I told everyone. And Madison immediately freaks out and goes like, that wasn't your place. And she goes, everyone tries to put every emotion I've ever had on my sister's death. And she gets very angry, and I'm like, hmm, well, sounds like you never mourned her death. And you have admitted to be running away from home because yeah, you're of the yeah, and then you said you went to a bunch of festivals, which I was like, I don't know if that's how you mourn someone. And also she said that the guys that killed uh, her sister look exactly like Jenna and Adam. And it's curious. Well, I don't know. Maybe everyone mourns differently, but it feels like she is deflecting in a way. That, yes, a lot of your emotions are because your sister was murdered, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. You wit- You experienced a tragedy. That's traumatic. It's trauma. It doesn't just go away. So, uh, yeah. And so, uh, Madison is freaking out on Georgia, and uh, Jenna walks up to break it up if necessary, but even Byron's eavesdropping. And then Madison starts crying in the crew mess and is upset that everyone in the crew has someone, and she thought she had Georgia... But her personal life should be her personal life until she tells someone about it. So now her trust in Georgia has been lost. And uh, Jenna tells Madison that she understands why she would be upset, but they need need to take a breather and reassess because she doesn't think there was any malicious intent in Georgia's actions. And Georgia feels really bad, too. There's some trouble in the interior. Bruin? Yes, my queen. Well, I hope it's a fire. And it finally does the job. I guess I, we should stop hoping for all of their deaths. <laughs> yeah, you think? <sighs> we'll, get a new, we'll get a new cast. That's the beauty about this show. That's you true. Know? Just replace them all. Yeah, like, you know, you're watching Lovecraft Country. You know, if that lead guy dies, they probably can't make that show anymore. But uh, here, lead guy dies. It's just an opportunity for a younger, sexier, worse at boating deckhand. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. uh, it's the next charter meeting with Jenna, Adam, Glenn, and Paget, And we have some best friends coming on board from San Diego. And one guest, one of the main co-primaries, her name is Carrie. And she's battling stage four cancer. And she's apparently well, I out did not of, know that. She's out of remission. I guess I missed that part. Uh, and they're bringing some other friends to honor and celebrate her legacy. Wow. What? Okay, stop being annoying. You didn't miss the part that she had cancer. Uh, were you able to get their likes and dislikes, Nick? I was Carrie McReynolds and Dino Cressy. Now, it's funny because they're presenting it you know, like it's the lead charter couple like they always do. Right, but they're just best um, and friends. And so you're assuming it's a married couple, and you will be wrong. Um, this uh, first page is kind of hard to read, but uh, bear with me. Best friends of 27 years, Carrie McReynolds and Dino Cresti are ready to celebrate their bucket list item of visiting Greece together. Carrie is a retail sales manager and buyer. And Dino is an interior designer who also manages restaurants in San Diego, California. Carrie recently battled cancer. Now that she is healthy, Carrie and Dino are bringing their closest friends along for a celebratory vacation. Interesting way to describe this death trip. On this trip will be Jennifer something, Dino's niece and catering director at the La Jolla Beach, La Jolla, excuse me. (laughs) Okay. Beach and tennis club. Are you for real? Did you really say La Hala? Yeah. Why? What do you mean, why? Why is that weird? Who says La Hala? You've never heard of La Jolla? 
I have. I don't hear. I don't talk, think about it every day. Wow. So I read it, and then I I realized it was what it was. And I, yeah, okay, keep it going, Lahala. When are you born yeah. in Valhalla? Look, I understand <laughs> that you think this is a dunk, but no, no one else knows what Lahala is. Lahoya, you fool! Thank you for correcting me again. For no reason. Anyway, um, no one's on your side here. Mm-hmm, they're thinking. They're thinking. What they're hey, thinking is Lahala. <laughs> how does Nick put up with this? Very easily. I'm quite pleasant. Go ahead. Uh, health. Uh, another dude. Rounding out the group will be longtime friends and couple Chris Harrington and Jacques Pryor who lives in the remote town of Lahala, Hawaii. Stop! Carrie it's La Jolla. is known as the life of the party, and she wants her friends to drink, party, and Lahala. No, I can't read people. Be waited on hand and foot. I can't read the rest of um, they're, they're pretty cool, dude. We got Jennifer Nesovic, Dino's niece. She expects exquisite service and top-notch meals that avoid her emotional allergies. Her. And another guy, Mark, is celebrating his birthday. So this is incredible. So Mark took this lady's death trip and he wants to throw in his birthday. Womp. Womp. What do you think about that? I love it. I say we do more of that. We do more of that. Yeah, okay, great. What else? Uh, yeah, so uh, moving forward. Um, Please, faster. Yeah. <clears throat> the crew says they want to go all out for this guest. Uh, yeah, and the guests want to go sailing as much of, as much as possible, upscale dinner party, a birthday cake delivered by a hot deckhand. They want a vintage 1960s-style pajama party, water sports, beach event, cocktails. Carrie doesn't like smelly seafood, and one guest is emotionally allergic to mayo. Mm-hmm. As a joke. As kind of. She doesn't want mayo on a show. She doesn't want mayo. Yeah, she doesn't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Let's take a quick break. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Claim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, to live and die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. 
the war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're hey. back. Hard K. Back in a New York mood. Back in the New York poopy. So Adam is annoyed that they have a really important charter coming up, and all he's doing is thinking about Jenna. And I'm like, bro, her name is Jenna, not Jenna. It's actually Genoia. Oh, really? Yeah. That is so lovely. You can tell by all of the letters that um, are pronounced differently than you would assume. I'm actually like pretty dumb. Could you explain? Yeah. Uh, it was probably something where you were dropped on your head or I guess maybe the forceps were a little tight or um, I don't know, maybe there was incest. Um, there's a lot of reasons someone would be that stupid. Mm-hmm. So Back to you. Yeah, it's definitely back to me. So, um, yeah, Georgia's upset that she has hurt Madison so much and says she doesn't like upsetting people and doesn't want to be that type of person. But Madison pulls Georgia aside to talk, and Georgia apologizes to Madison, and they hug it out, and everything's fine. Uh, And then everyone goes to bed after a hard day's work, and it's the next day. That's fun. They don't always get it a next day, you know. I think that's more important this charter than ever to remember. You don't always get a next day. When you hear those chimes, uh, you know, I always say, uh, you know, if you're not in the obits, you know, eat breakfast. That's what I say. So, uh, wait, what? No. Jenna tells the crew that the primary has cancer, so they want to give the best, they want to give them the best trip of their life. Uh, and provisions arrive, and Adam has like this wild ass tantrum over the provisions because the fish they bring up is, they bring is frozen, frozen and not fresh. But then he takes it anyway after being an asshole to the guy. Then he gets all mad because his produce is late as well. And he's like losing his mind over it. And even Byron (laughs) agrees that Adam has potentially gone the wrong way in life. Um, I mean, that's legitimately upsetting if you keep getting frozen fish. That, I mean, he's a chef. That's a big fucking deal. But like no one cares about you. So Have you ever seen... Kitchen nightmares. No, but I'm he sure knows me if it. it's been frozen immediately in one second. He just sniffs it. He can tell if it's been frozen, and then he says, "You're a donut," which is one of the greatest insults you can give to someone. Why would he say you're a donut? It's a British insult. You know, just like you fucking idiot, got nothing. You know, empty in the middle. I am not 100% sure you know what you're talking about. Okay, well, please prove me wrong. I will. Don't worry, I fucking will, you fuck. So, uh, I'm sorry, everyone who's listening about that. Yeah, thank you for apologizing to me. Because I am everyone who's listening to you as you know as i've explained before i have an alternate podcast um on patreon where i've taken out your parts and (laughs) it's just me talking and for a little extra money you want to listen to that you can go to patreon.com slash anything but anna and uh there you go 
That would actually be pretty funny. That would actually be pretty funny. <sighs> well, it's time to change. Yeah. I gotcha. I burned your hardcore. I mean, who do you think I learned it from? Um, I hope not me, because you're doing a terrible job. Oh. So, yeah, Glenn says he isn't going to get involved with Adam's anger unless it directly affects the guests. So he's, he's like, I, 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 how, how many people do you know who calmed down after you told them to calm down? <laughs> and I'm literally like, we can't see you. You're so small. So sometimes in his ITMs, I'm like, I'm sorry, whose ITM is this? I love it when you burn someone and then you have to take a long break because you're like kind of throwing up in your mouth. I can't really tell what you're doing over there. <laughs> I'm burping. You're like, and this guy is a real loser. <laughs> I'm burping. I mean, what a jerk. I mean, he's so ugly. I'm burping. So when I talk a lot, I burp. It's just a thing. Oh, so that's why I've only ever seen you burping. Yeah. Because you always be yapping a lot. I know. That's what this show is. It's me yapping and you just being mean to me. So, um. Yeah. Finally, we have a description for Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Uh, where was I? Where was I? Padgett and Chris see a bunch of crows over the sailboat and they're like, that's a bad omen. And Glenn says he had a bad dream that the boat sank as well. And there's a lot of superstitions on sailboats, like you shouldn't whistle and then cut to Adam whistling. And he says, uh, whistling, it's called whistling up the wind and you might get a storm. And then Adam is still whistling. Then he says, you're also not supposed to, you're not supposed to bring bananas on board because it's bad luck. And then it's like cut to Adam bring like literally like putting bananas away in his galley. And then Glenn thinks it comes from back in the day when it was hard to go to sea because the sea could be a harsh mistress. Wow. Pretty cool, right? It's so cool because I love the sea as uh, someone you're cheating on your wife with. What? Calling it a mistress. I love it when you call things mistresses, you know, where it's like implying you're having sex with them. Ah, the sea. A harsh mistress. Because you're constantly uh, getting hurt by trying to have sex with it. You gotta gotta jump in earlier when you you know that it's gone south. (laughs) Okay, hold on, hold on. And we're back. How's that? We were on break? Oh, no, we weren't. I didn't know what you meant by jump in. I'm a little uh, one note. You only come back from break. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got to get a third host that only throws two and comes back from break. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the also ga- is always getting the times wrong like me. And then you have to be like, no, that's slander. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it sounds like we have. Anyway, we that. actually will take our second no, break right now. We yet. will see you in no, a second. In 10 minutes, we'll take it. So the guests are arriving and Carrie, Carrie seems really fun and outgoing and uh, Chris tells Paget that he doesn't know what's going on with him and Georgia because he she flirts with him, but he just doesn't know. He's like, does she like me or is she just flirting? Paget's like, I don't know, bro. I love her. Uh, I mean, I love Ciara. I mean, I love my mom. It's like, oh, Jesus. I mean, I love Tana's mom. Tana. Uh, you know what? Um, uh, uh, if I have a, a, a kid and it's a girl... And it's a guy, excuse me. I'm gonna what? Name, if it's a guy, I'm going to name him Tanner. Why? And if it's a girl, I'm going to name him Tanner's mom. <laughs> You're an idiot. So Adam is being all grumpy in the galley per use because um, that's all he knows how to be. And it's like someone was like, hey, Adam, did you know chefs are supposed to be like really shitty? And he's like, great. I'll just do that forever. Yeah. No. I wonder if he found out that you could be shitty in food. Like, I'm sure, you know, he had got a job in a restaurant and he's like, wow, those guys in the back, those guys are awful. That's that's what I want to be. I think that's exactly what happened. And then he saw Mila and he's like, yes, this is, this is who I am. Yeah, no, I I definitely think he, uh, yeah. 
So Adam wow. is, yeah, Adam is all grumpy. Wow, when you put it that way, I, I guess I'm blown away. <laughs> so Glenn gets the boat ready to sail. Uh, <laughs> this is the funniest mm-hmm. thing in the world. Uh, and the wind really starts to pick up, and all of a sudden they're doing 12 knots. And things start to go flying. And the boat is tipped to its side, basically. And now they're, like, immediately at 24 knots. And shit is going flying. Everyone's, like, stuck. Uh, Madison's literally, like, pinned up against the bar because a chair is, like, falling on her. (laughs) It is a shit show. And it doesn't make any sense. It's like, why is this? This is a bad idea for everyone. Um... I don't know. It's just everyone's like, what the fuck? Like the boat's like to the side, basically. And Glenn's like, there's no way around it. You know, the wind's really picked up and he has to get to cl- as close as possible to the wind in order to stop the healing as the he- healing something, whatever, the tilting of the boat. And I guess they they finally are able to adjust so they're not so aggressively crooked. And everyone's like, oh, my God, we were dying. And uh, not literally, but people, the crew was definitely shook a little. I don't think they were ready for how much tilt was about to hit them. Anytime, anytime things fall down everywhere, I'm sure it's annoying. Little Glenn, though, he really, uh, he really jumped to the occasion. Little Glenn. Yeah, he had to tie himself down all, all, all limbs. Or else, you know, he would have flown right off that boat. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I heard. Sorry, I didn't mean to get so emotional. Well, it's okay. You're always having fucking Coke nose. Like, debatable? It is debatable. Okay, well, you're getting closer to admitting it. Uh, I don't do Coke. So, Carrie tells Jenna that she has to to live her life to the fullest, and Jenna's, like, shook by how positive Carrie is. Like, she's, like, she's, like, dying of cancer. And she's, like, the coolest, chillest person ever. And it's, like, yeah. Sometimes when you have to let go of everything, you really tend to find some self- self-actualization, you know? Look, I don't want to start any conspiracy theories, Okay. That's the last thing I want to do. I'm not trying to accuse anybody of anything. Okay? What? what? All right. Do you know this okay. about me? What are you about to do? What are you about to do? I'm just saying she never died. How do you know? So I looked it up. There's articles from May about how she's doing great. Okay. Well, that, what is that have to do with anything nothing this was just Just, filmed last year so yeah it's about 18 months ago yeah so so i'm saying that she's fine that's all i'm saying wow nick you've really you've really done yourself in with this one i said why because you're trying to imply i'm implying that Okay, see what you just did? Yeah. I'm not doing anything. Okay, well, you're doing it. No? What? The fuck? No, I can't say it. Nick? I think that Baron Trump, now excuse me. What? But, uh, no, I will say it. What is going on with you? These are things I'm not talking about. All right? And you can't get me to talk about them. I'm having issues with you right now. Okay. Do you want to talk? I just, uh, look, here's what I'm not saying. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying she lied about it to get a free trip. That's okay. what I'm not saying. She didn't get a free trip. They had to pay for it. Interesting. Okay. And, I, and you saw the check. Yes, I did. I've seen the paperwork. Okay. All right. Well, as long as you've seen the paperwork, I'm good. Okay. Um, has anyone and I'm ever- not going to say the thing I'm not saying about Baron Trump. You know, I won't. Stop bringing up Baron Trump. It's so I'm irrelevant. Not pre- That's the whole point. I'm not talking about Baron Trump. Anyone can see that. Okay. 
So, um, yes, uh, Carrie tells Jenna she has to live life to her fullest. And Jenna says she has personal experience with her dad dying of cancer four years ago. Um, okay, all right. Something I'm not saying. Okay. Can I tell you another thing I'm not Go saying? Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not saying that Jenna lied about her dad uh, dying of cancer. And she killed him. Anyway, I'm not saying that. What? What is your... I'm not saying that Jenna murdered her father, okay? What is the plan here? What do you mean? What is your plan? To not say stuff. Okay, well, you're saying a lot of shit. (laughs) What? No. Look back at the transcripts. We do transcripts on this show. I think I'm dying. So, um, no, we don't do transcripts on this show. Go, go pay for some automated company to do it for you. So, yes, Jenna says she has personal experience with her dad dying of cancer four years ago. Um, and she says she'll bust her ass to make sure Carrie has the best trip of her life. And she says before he died, she got him a book and there was something where you could fill out where it asked, what kind of legacy do you want to leave behind? And he apparently wrote that he wanted to leave behind people or making people laugh. And she says she's always valued that herself and she loves to make people laugh. And that's, that's what she would want to leave behind. But she thinks once you're gone, sadly, your memory fades pretty quickly. And so she doesn't want to think so much about what she wants to leave and more wants to spend more time uh, doing things while she's still here. Mm-hmm. To which I have to say, bummer. And I'm just joking. That's sad. No, that makes sense. Um, yeah. Uh, she, hmm, I don't know, not saying she killed him. Killed them. You're going to get sued. By who? Everyone. <laughs> Can't wait. The <coughs> man who was sued by everyone. Yeah. Published by Simon & Schuster. I can see it now. Simon. Sounds like I'm going to be all right. Simon & Schuster. Hmm. Why'd you say that? No reason, Nikki okay. boy. All right. Let's move on a little bit. No reason at all, Nikki uh, boy. Okay. All right. Nikki. What's next? No reason at all. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, actually, you know what's next? That ad break you're dying to take. I don't even want it anymore. All right. Well, we'll be right back. <laughs> Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, to live and die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. 
To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor! Gene, was bought it! Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Jean, and Vlastor on the business. I understand now. He's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Jean. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Jean, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. So as they're pulling down the sails, uh, they realize that they have a bunch of oil all over the deck from the hydraulic pump from the sails bursting. And Glenn is pissed. He's like... Everyone's like, what was that, Glenn? He's like, I said, God damn it. And they're like, you're just too small. They're like, it's just one it's just one spot on the deck. And he's like, I know I'm sitting in it and I'm drowning. Oh, no. Well, yeah, based on my understanding, they were like, quickly clean it up before it gets Glenn and takes him away. Uh, For me to take a shower, I just need one droplet of dew. <laughs> droplet of dew. I take a bath on a leaf. I used to be a leaf. Oh, wow. I didn't see that coming. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so yes, they have to stop all this oil from going overboard or there would literally be an oil spill. So Glenn says, when you push the boat to its limit limits, you never know what's going to happen. And Ciara immediately is like, it's those crows fault. So the guests sit down for lunch, and they are loving the food. Uh, and then after lunch, they want to go swimming, but it isn't safe for them to swim anywhere near where they're anchored because the currents are so rough and tough tough So Paget's going to take them in the tender a little closer to the beach and calmer waters. And then Chris, Maz, and Ciara take the guests out with the sea bob, and they go swimming. And Jenna says, life is so short, she doesn't hold grudges and doesn't want to be unhappy. So she's writing a bunch of little love notes for Adam to read. Uh, to get them back on track. And Jenna gives Adam the bag of notes and says that he can open two per day until the end of the season. And Adam opens one, glances at it, puts it down, and doesn't say anything to Jenna, and she gets all bummed out and walks away. And I was like, what did you expect? He's like a human dumpster. Hmm. Uh, Yeah. So uh, Byron is working on fixing the hydraulic hose that bursts that burst when they were, I guess, going too hard uh, on the sail. When's Byron going to get his own spin-off? Um, I think he already Just has Just fixing that. stuff on the boat. He think, does? Yeah. Oh, great. It's Can called we start covering it? Byron and the Bow. Mm, cool. Well, what channel is it on? Um. It's on a my personal channel. Interesting. Because uh, Bravo is going to have a few extra hours available, prime time. Yeah. Starting next year. Do you think that means they're going to add another below deck? Yeah. So You do? No, I don't think so. I do. I think they're going to add another one. To what? What? Like what would the new spinoff be? Oops All Chefs. That's right. I forgot that this was Yeah, we've got ideas. It's not like we're running out of ideas. Yeah, we're not running out of ideas. So uh yes, Byron is working on fixing the hydraulic below deck solo stew. That's below deck with only one stew. Of course, oops all chefs. Um 
And then we have below deck, uh, the pretenders, where everyone is lying about their resumes. And uh, below deck, home alone edition. I think that's where it's just one person. Um, or it's run by one child. Maybe it's all kids. I do like below deck kids. I'm going to write that one down. Um, oh, below deck second chances. All people who had been fired from previous seasons, including Captain Marcus as your captain, the only captain to have not been asked back. What was the one I just wanted to add? Below deck children. Below deck kids, right? Yeah, that's going to be good. Um, pretty cool. Oh, below deck charter guest swap. Meaning, uh, the charter has, the charter has to work and the, uh, the cast gets to drink. Anyway, that's it. They could do any of those things. Which one do you think they're going to do? I honestly, I think they're going to do below deck kids. Yeah. No, probably not. Probably won't be hooking up as much. Should be a different show. Yeah, I'll definitely. Eight-year-olds. Eight-year-olds. Hmm. All right. Well, uh, let's finish this goddamn episode. So Byron is working on fixing the hydraulic hoses that burst. And he says, when you tilt that hard, it can cause stuff to break. And Glenn says, mechanically, it's not a big deal. But cosmetically, it's a huge issue something tells me like glenn is just always getting reamed out by his bosses he's too worried about everything he's a captain of a boat mm-hmm. and he's taking it a little too seriously well it's a serious job nick mm-hmm. not for me yeah, no, I can do this job with my eyes tied behind my back. It's very clear you don't care. So everyone is getting ready for dinner service, and Jenna asks Paget to deliver the cake for the guests shirtless at the end of dinner. And Paget says when he was younger, he was a little chubby, and he was bullied for it. And he uh, feels that there's a little bit of that still inside him, because when he takes off his shirt, he thinks someone may some- say something to him. Um. And Adam says he's going to pull out all the stops for Carrie's charter to celebrate her life. And, uh, yeah, Padgett's literally doing push-ups to prep for the cake delivery. A little joking and mostly uh, because he's worried about his fat little body. Don't, he's not fat at all. He's a big, fat piece of shit. Oh, okay. And I'm happy that he uh, looks so good now. He looks great. He's not fat. He's just a muscular man. Oh, he was fat, but he lost his fat. Now we like him. My God, Nick, you are such a bully. Were you the bully uh, in high school? No, I was fat. Still am. I'm. I'm just jealous. So you're jealous that so you're bullying him? No, I'm jealous of my bully. He's bullying me with his big muscles. Oh, well, Ciara puts Paget in some tiny underwear and he takes the cake out to the guests and they love it. It's a hit. Paget gets hired as a model. He leaves uh, the boat and moves to Paris mm-hmm. and he's rich. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, walking and then, runways. Um, Parker comes back. He's doing fashion shows. Yeah, Parker right. comes back and he's the bosun now. Wow. Yeah, quite a turn. Is this what you're talking about? How you said this <laughs> season gets better? Yeah. Paget becomes an international supermodel. <laughs> yeah. He anyway. accidentally steps on Glenn, too. Oh, no. Yeah, it gets really bad. <laughs> oh, no. He's fine. Glenn's fine because he hid on in the runway. Uh, he hid in the tread of uh, his um, shoes. So he didn't squish him. So, uh, Georgia's supposed to perform for the guests after dinner, but Jenna asks her to cover service for her before she performs because she needs to talk to Adam, which, in my opinion, is not the time right now for you to talk to your boyfriend in the middle of a charter. Stupid. So, um, Jenna thinks Adam is playing a game with her, uh, so she pulls him aside, and Adam 
thinks that Jenna requires a level of communication that he's not used to. And he doesn't want to change. And he wants to focus on his work and his life. And he doesn't have time for this right now. And Jenna tells Adam that they need to understand where they're both coming from. And Adam says Jenna brings up weird, shitty stuff after sex. And Jenna says Adam can't support a significant other in a way that's needed for the relationship to grow. And Adam says he just needs to focus and shouldn't be getting involved in this sort of thing. Uh, And then Georgia performs for the guests while Adam and Jenna argue with each other about their dumb relationship. And that's the end of the episode. Cliffhanger! Um, Will they break up? No, because we live in hell. Sorry. Only in a perfect world would two of the meanest people break up, but unfortunately we don't live in that perfect world. What facts? Yep, it's time for Boat Facts with Nikki T's. You know the phrase cold enough to to freeze the balls off a brass monkey? No, I don't. Okay, well, that's it for today's Boat Facts. What? Are you kidding me? Explain. Cannonballs. Okay, Okay. well, it's a phrase. If you haven't heard it, then, you know, whatever. But uh, cannonballs on on a ship's deck were kept on a square brass tray called a monkey. The phrase, cold enough to freeze the balls off a brass monkey, comes from the times of old warships. The balls were referred to cannonballs, which were made of iron. Um, kept on this square brass tray called a monkey. In very cold weather, the brass would contract in size. So a square pyramid of cannonballs, which was made on it, uh, would literally fall off. And the reason they were kept on on brass was the fact that iron rusts very fast, and it wouldn't be a good idea to have your cannonballs rusting into the thing that they were lying on. Anyway, so that is where the phrase cold enough Freeze the balls off a brass monkey comes from. So, like, if you're, like, on a boat? Mm-hmm. And it gets really cold, and you're also on a warship that has cannonballs, um, and it gets really cold, the cannonballs will spill and go everywhere. That's pretty cool. I like that. Okay. Well, that's both facts. Uh, okay. So 14. Thanks, guys, for listening. That was a great episode, <laughs> kind of. We were talking s- sailing. Oh, Jesus, Nick, what are you knocking down? Sailing uh, yeah. season, season one, episode 14 is what you just witnessed. Um, will Adam and Jenna break up? Hard to will say. Will Adam, Jenna break up? Hard to say. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Uh, you can follow us at Deckheads Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at deckheadspod at gmail.com. You can follow me at Anna Hosty and Nick is at Nick's Turners. Why not leave us a five-star review? Pretty cool, right? Yeah, I'm a singer. Just kidding. Uh, also, check out our merch on Public. That would be cool, right? Maybe? I don't know. We got some cool stuff. All right, guys. We're going to get out of here. What a great time. Bye-bye. Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene. Gene Fodor. Gene was good. But be careful. Because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. 
That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.